You know what? It's a seventy. Let's just say it's a seventy now. <laughs> Golly, is it? Uh, wait, is this is this more of like a retribution against me, or is this an actual judgment of the comic? Uh, let's go with yes. Okay. <laughs> the Jedi love disobeying orders almost as much as they love cornbread. Meanwhile, Mace Windu assembles the A-Team to check out trouble in the jungle. Today, we discuss New Republic Anakin Skywalker and Jedi of the Republic Mace Windu on this edition of the 11 Parsecs Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the 11 Parsecs Podcast. My name is Eric. I'm here with my co-host John. Hello. And this is the uh, first podcast after our last movie podcast. So uh, last podcast we wrapped up Attack of the Clones, which happened at 22 BBY. And today we're going to be talking about two comic series that uh, technically were the same year, 22 BBY, but you can definitely tell that they were after the movie. So in chronological order, they're definitely going to be coming after Attack of the Clones. Uh, So if you're new to this podcast... This podcast is John and I and William going through, in chronological order, all Star Wars new canon, including movies, books, audio dramas, everything. We're reading everything. We're uh, watching everything. We're going to go through the whole shebang, and we're up to 22 BBY right now. Another thing you should note about this podcast is that we are completely spoiler-full. Uh, we do not, we do, we talk about everything. We do not cut corners. We sometimes give you the ending at the very beginning of the podcast. So if you're planning on reading either of these two comics, again, the Anakin uh, Skywalker one-off from Major Republic and the Mace Windu comic book series, and do not want to know anything about them, you want to be surprised, which I kind of understand because there's some good stuff in here. Um, please stop the podcast now because, uh, fair warning, we're about to uh, drink some beer and talk spoilers. Uh, so in saying that, John, what are you drinking yes. tonight? Uh, tonight it's it's chilly. It's chilly out there. It is. Be careful, kids. Uh, so I am enjoying a festive ale by Sweetwater Brewing. Oh, nice, nice. So is this uh, so festive ales always go either way with me? Sometimes you get that really heavy Guinness that, that I like, and then sometimes yeah. you get cinnamon. And I cannot stand cinnamon, cinnamon in my beer. Yeah, does this one have cinnamon in it? Uh, well, I I can't taste it right now because we have oh, beers. Pop it. All right, well, let's yeah, let's let's do that, and then you can tell me how cinnamony this beer tastes. Okay, let me get that uh, bottle opener. Yeah, get your bottle opener. I'm 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 uh, cavemanning it with a can tonight. In in a glass, right? You are pouring. Oh it yeah, yeah. I'm, pour, I'm going to pour it into a glass. Okay. Yeah, please, John. <laughs> I'm educated. I mean, gosh. we know all about you, Mister. <laughs> Three, two, one. Mine was actually coming hard open. That's weird. Hey, wait, it comes to pour. Oh yeah, mine's poured out right now. Oh, maybe a little too fast. Mm. Yeah, I don't want to spill it. Okay. So All we're right, looking so for cinnamon. Take your first taste. Tell me if you got some cinnamon. Getting a lot of caramel. I don't know about cinnamon. Oh, okay. That's not bad. I can do with caramel beer. Chocolate, too. I'm fine with that. I would not say cinnamon at all. It, well, maybe it, it's it's usually... I don't know I think, what you're thinking. You've had no, this before, no. right? Yeah, I think I have. Um, well, they change it every year, don't they? No, no, they don't. No, they don't? Sweet water no. doesn't? Nope. Um, Not that I know. It was always the same. To me. I have had some festive ales. I don't want to blame Sweetwater that have had, I think, cinnamon. And then uh, one of them I remember being brewed with orange something and nutmeg that I thought was horrible. Well, and, maybe and, that was a, a variation. And, but... and since then, it, yeah, I don't know if it was Sweetwater. I don't want to blame those guys. Uh, since then, I, I tend to shy away from it unless I know exactly what I'm getting on those guys or unless I can read a description. So, mm. so and well, all right. It's good beer for a cold night, is all I'm saying. So I'm drinking another Atlanta beer, New Realm. 
now, I remember you drank a New Realm, but I think it was like the Hot Topia or something. Was it? I don't know if it was last podcast. I don't think it was during the movie podcast. I think it was... Uh, past is a blur. I have no idea. Yeah, I think it was like podcast 12. Uh, this is the uh, New Realm Quadruple Threat. Ooh. Is it a quad? Yeah. It is a quad. It is oh, a 10 percent It is a 10% quad. Oh. And I'm going to tell you right now, it is pretty solid. Yeah, it tastes very imperial. Um, yeah, very hoppy. <laughs> that was not exactly a ringing endorsement. It tastes no. I mean, it was it was solid. A, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's beer. It, it, yeah. Was, it was yeah. It was Confirmed. good. It, it it was good. I anytime I'm drinking like a quad or something, I expect like a, a big hit of hops, and I didn't get that with this. I'm not saying it's bad. I mean, it actually tastes pretty good, but. Yeah. And well, what is what is? The I'll let you know as the podcast goes on how it how New it Realm. feels. Uh, yeah, New Realm quadruple threat. It only comes in I think there are twelve pack mixed cases. Oh, yeah, I hate that. Well, they gotta sell some beer, John. They gotta make some money. I know. Okay, so you read Age of Republic, Anakin Skywalker before we did the Clone Wars movie, and you distinctly got on the phone with me, or distinctly, immediately got on the phone with me, and we're like, hey, hey, it actually wasn't fun, it was a Discord message, but you said, hey, we can't talk about this because this happens after Attack of the Clones. I'm Very extremely good. glad you did that because I had not read this comic, and yes, it is way, I almost would say, so if you look at the chronological order, this puts it at 22 BBY, I feel like this is in the middle of the Clone Wars, maybe? Um, I couldn't find any reference to an exact year or anything with yeah. the battle or anything. So I think maybe people may have just said it's 22 BBY because it happened uh, after the Clone Wars for sure, but not maybe before any of this other stuff that we're about to get into. So um, it was a good comic. I just felt like Anakin had grown a pretty good bit as a maybe tactician in this um, to where he um, he wasn't you know being brought over to a darker point yet. However, he also was trying I, to look for the brighter side of things. I think in this one, I don't. I I, I have to take uh, issue with that. You think he, he's a, he's showing his skills as a tactician in this? Quite the well, opposite. Well, that's one of the major points. Is he does what is tactically stupid? You mean in the in the original dogfight? He's doing pretty well. I mean, I don't no, know when when he decides to to just go by himself, uh, and and possibly ruin the um, element of surprise on the okay. Attack. Okay, I see what you're saying. So you're the saying just going. You're explicitly just saying you makes just, that, or the admiral. Sorry, the admiral, the admiral explicitly makes that point. Admiral Ularen, who I had not heard of either. That was a, that was a first, uh, and maybe we'll get to learn more about him later on. Um, so for those that don't know, just a really quick summary of this comic. Basically, um, Admiral Ularen uh, commands Anakin to pretty much destroy this droid factory, and Anakin senses that something's not right. He visits this factory. The factory is actually a bunch of slaves. Um, but the droids have put the native population, uh, to work pretty much. And he knows that destroying this factory or nuking it from orbit would, you know, kill all these people, which not only would kill the droids, but also may give, um, the Federation army a little bit of, uh, a little bit of example to show, Hey, look, you yeah, know, propaganda. The, yeah, yeah, propaganda, you know, these guys are killing these guys, you know, it's kind of a little bit of a trap there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it still shows that he has Good Jedi traits at heart. I mean, when he's sitting there talking oh, with Obi Wan, no, no yeah, when he's talking with Obi Wan, he's sitting there saying, "No, I can't let this happen." Um, you know, there's innocent people down there. I know war gets ugly, and I think even Admiral Ularen says that at one point. He's like, "There's going to be some ugly parts of this war," um, but still, I, I don't know. I felt like he was, he was still on a. a, a there was no uh, giving up anything with him. He was either going to do this or he wasn't. And he decided to do it, and he followed through with it. So, 
But you're saying that you're saying that he was a terrible tactical mistake because he yes almost gets everything blown up, including himself. Yeah, well, it's it's an interesting story because he does the thing that is tactically stupid, and yet, as it turns out, to kind of leap forward a little bit, their intelligence was horrible. It was awful, terribly wrong. The intelligence was all totally wrong. And if they had gone forward with the attack, as you said, they would have given this propaganda. Uh, opportunity to the enemy. So is, all he had to do was fly in by himself and see, okay, there's really nobody here. Is being untactical to a point where you're correct actually tactical? Like, at what no, side you're still stupid. No, no okay. it, was, it was a bad idea. <laughs> okay. Well, I, okay, unless he knows that their intelligence can be that off, and maybe maybe there's some experience. Yeah, there. that's true. That's that's actually a good point. Yeah, and they don't. And the comic doesn't touch on that at all. It's it's no, not yeah. Not he that. he he believes that what the admiral is saying. Um, he understands what the Admiral say. Maybe that's the best way to say it. Mm-hmm. And he's he kind of like, oh, I people. can't do this. Yeah, he wants to save people, which is, which even at the end of Attack of the Clones, I kind of felt like maybe he was starting to get a little bit to where he didn't want to, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I should, I should have mentioned this was, uh, this comment came out in, uh, February of 2019. Again, it's Jody Hauser. Jody Hauser has been writing pretty much all the Edge of Republics and we've liked them all. We've, I think we've talked about all but two of the Age of Republics. I think we got Grievous coming up still. But um, we've enjoyed these comics. I, th- I think they're good one-offs. Again, hard to tell a story, one issue. Um, I don't know. I, this this was a, a mediocre comic for me. Yeah, mediocre. Yeah, it's a, it's a little window into a moment of time. Uh, you get a little bit of character development, and it's up to us to decide whether it makes sense in what we know is the arc of the character. I think that you could debate that here. Yeah, I agree. I think it's debatable. Like like this is the point. This is the point in the Clone Wars or during the Clone Wars where we, we start to see him not caring as much uh, about the Jedi Order. And, well, I don't know. I take that back. This is a little bit of rebellion. This is a little bit of uh, Qui-Gon Jinn in there. It's a, re- it's a rebellion in the sense that um, uh, the well-established, uh, I don't care what you say, I'm going to go do what I think is the right thing, which is what a lot of Jedi do. Yeah. It seems. Yeah. Like where you're live or else. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I had to bring him up. He has to make, he, he has to make an appearance. And every does single he really? podcast, does, he does. For, yeah. for now, for I mean, for the rest of time, we're going to hear about the Mr. Cowboy Jedi guy. Um, so yeah, this this uh, the drawings are pretty good. I felt like the the story continued, um, continued the. Uh, I felt like the story continued the high expectations of the art. I thought the art was pretty good. Uh, I really enjoyed seeing the starships. We hadn't seen that many starships in these comics. We saw uh, Qui Gon Jinn fly off to Tree World. In a uh, Jedi Starfighter, but other than that, we really haven't seen any space battles in the comics up until now for Age of the Republic series. So uh, I really enjoyed that part. Um, I don't know. I'm going to give this comic like out of a hundred. I should ask you this at the beginning. It, it just occurred to me you yeah, didn't I ask did. me the I number did. question. I, know. I, for, I forgot. I forgot to ask you. I was ready for it this time. I know. Were you the one time? That's the best part is you're never ready for it, and then finally, you know, when you are exactly. Uh, I'm going to give this one like a like a seventy. Are you going that high? A seven, a seven D, not like I thought you were waiting. Like oh, 70 seven, yeah, seven D, no, seventy, seventy. That's pretty harsh. That's, oh, that's yeah, pretty. It is. It is. Okay. Wow. Um, I, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it uh, a better grade than that. I, I, I think it was pretty good, and so I want to say somewhere in the eighties. I'm trying to decide if it's low eighties or mid eighties. So, are you sure you maybe low eighties? Didn't love this novel. I mean. This what? comic? You sure you didn't love this story? You're well, giving it in the high eighties. Let me tell you why. What? Uh, no, he he does a stupid thing. It's fine for characters to do, you know, make stupid choices. That actually is usually interesting. But 
I just took issue when you said he's showing his skills as a tactician. One of the reasons I give this uh, story uh, pretty high marks is if you go to the page where he and Obi-Wan are having um, dinner, whatever it is. Yeah, they're eating oh, dinner. Yes, yeah, his dinner yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, so it turns out that, I didn't know this, the Jedi eat cornbread. Props yeah, for why that. wouldn't they? Yeah, who, who wouldn't? Why, why would you... wouldn't they eat cornbread? Yeah, I'm sure it was probably oh. cornbread and collards, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it was just cornbread. I just say that, I just say that two nights ago. That's a, that, that, yeah, yeah, put some butter on it and collard greens and a piece of ham and you get to go. I don't good know why that would wars. be so surprising. Why Why would I, I mean, be surprised that the it's, Jedi... It's a, gal- it's a galaxy a long, long, far, far, far away, but yet they... Um, you know, they probably Still have got corn. different breads. Yeah, they got corn. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you say cornbread specifically. Yeah, you're right. That's cornbread. It is kind of weird that it's it's maize. I mean, it is literally corn. And it's like, okay, well, where does that corn come from? Where are you growing that from? Where did you get that original seeds from? Forced corn. Forced corn. <laughs> there's, always, there's always one Jedi with a weird superpower. And it is it's forcing corn. He just like, he just like, he vomits corn kernels. That's all he does. They keep him in the, keep him high in the castle. And don't talk to him. They don't talk about him. Henry the Corn Barfer. Um, okay, so, uh, uh, you know, it, it, yeah, it's a 70. It's a 70. I mean, it's, it's, I, I love Jodie Hauser. That's I think she's harsh. Done, um, I'm sorry. No, that's, it's that's not that harsh. Low. I think she's low. done, I think she's done amazing work on the series. I just think this story is a little bit off or bland. I don't know. Well, it is very simple. It, it again, it's a, it's a little window. Uh, you're supposed to see him make this choice to, to, choose to save people and possibly ruin the mission and get more people killed right yeah but he's really risking himself yeah that's correctly. what i'd say he, he's only risking himself because they're gonna get they're gonna get nuked from orbit anyways right uh that's not the point that the admiral makes uh it is if you if you blow this and try to evacuate people uh then more of our people will die that's what he says so i take him at his word okay Who interesting who am I to make the choice? No, who am I to, to second guess what the Admiral is telling me? What What is up with all these young kids suddenly becoming generals? So from the Jedi point of view, or are you just talking about the Admiral and this guy? The, the, no, the Admiral's the Admiral. He look, he's got a mustache. They, that is a seasoned oh, okay. soldier. That is uh, agreed. Yeah. You've seen some <laughs> when you <laughs> when you have that little bitty, that little bitty brow. Uh, the whole question is that. <laughs> oh, um, so, or you've been in some movies. Uh, so the you mean the Jedi being generals? Yeah. Why are they just? Yeah. So we're, yeah. So we're we're well. I think when we get to the Clone Wars episodes, and, and that's why again, I think that this comic feels maybe a little out of place coming right after Attack of the Clones. But um, yeah, you can just get a generalship. Just if you're a Jedi, you get a generalship. I mean, is it like uh, in what is it uh, the old South where um, if you were a, a lawyer, you were automatically a colonel? That was your honorary rank. Well, I was I was thinking more along the lines of like I think that if you go into the army and you have an Eagle Scout from Boy Scouts, you automatically like jump a rank or something. But okay, so that, the Jedi this, are Eagle Scouts. They're Eagle Scouts with uh, laser swords, <laughs> and that's and that's 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 I mean they all just get general. I mean I, I'm I'm pretty sure, and I don't know because I have not watched all the Clone Wars, and I'm excited about watching them coming up. But I believe that every Jedi that leads any type of uh, section of the troops, the clone troopers is a, is a general. I think they all become generals. If I remember right, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. We'll, we'll discover that as we, as we go, but 
for that my I have memory. to understand more about that. I, I can understand that. I guess, and maybe we, and maybe we will. And again, and, and again, maybe this is maybe this is maybe a little too early that we should be reading this, and we we can discuss that. You know, being twenty two BBY, but yeah, and maybe that does get into, um, you know, in, in the beginning of the Clone Wars episodes, they explain that and explain why. Okay, still a kid, general kid. Yeah, think about Liam. Liam's going to be a general. <laughs> Liam. Yeah, the Shades yeah. guy from uh, yeah. Attack of the Clones. Liam, get General the Shades. Liam. Yep, General Liam. And he's going to be running people into walls and <laughs> doing his own thing. And that's the way Liam rolls. Um, all right, let's get on to the Mace Windu comic. This is this is one that I, that I really like to talk Wait, about. Wait, we're just leaving it like that? That's we're leaving it? it like that. That's it. Yeah, we're leaving it. Did you have any more you wanted to talk about on that comic? I just, I, I did look at my notes because I had a feeling you were about to ditch this thing because you hate it so much. I don't hate uh, it. I just gave it a 70. A 70 is like a D or a C now. I don't know. That's, Whatever. That's close to Failey grade. It's close, but it's not. I, I, I have it in my notes here that the, the where they talk about the Jedi uh, being emotional and um, aren't they supposed to avoid emotions? They are. And I missed that part. Do you remember what page that was on? No, I don't. Uh, it's in my notes. I don't know where it is. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm staring right at it. It's, it's the, um, <clears throat> it's where the Admiral says, you know, uh, talking to Anakin. Anakin says, they aren't soldiers. They're workers. Can't just go and kill them. And he says, an emotional approach, but not a tactical one. Man, that just you just, you just rebutted two arguments with reading that one bubble. My tactical argument, yeah. and then, and then the Jedi's emotional argument. Yes. The Jedi can't be emotional. That was good. That was a good, uh. I mean, Touché there, the John. Jedi, the Jedi, right? Reach out with your feelings. How's that not? You're supposed to be emotional. Well, wait, 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 wait. So, do they preach not to have feelings, or do they, they preach not they, to be emotional and attachment to other people? It's it's really both. They're they're supposed to feel the Force and mm-hmm. feel their way through the universe, through the universe. Sorry, and yet at the same time, don't feel bad thoughts. Don't feel anger. Don't feel hate. So you just really need to be emotionally in a good state. You need to be high. I mean, pretty. I mean, that, that's what they're trying to get at. Is you need to be buzzed yep. off off your own work. High on life. N- that's right. Not worried about anybody else. I mean, you um, can argue that the the feeling the the force, the light side of the force, anyway, is literally as we saw with Qui Gon, getting high on life. Yeah, because life generates the force. Interesting. Interesting development. I I yeah. With that said, I, I, I don't have a rebuttal of that. I, I mean, it, it does sound like that. I feel like there's a lot more intricacies to it that we'll probably learn coming up. But um, Master and Apprentice taught us a good deal, that Claudia Gray book, about um, attachment, though. Because, I mean, you know, you could tell definitely that Qui-Gon Jinn and, um, and Royal Alvarez, uh learned a lot under Doku and that they were attached emotionally. You know what I mean? So you can preach all day, don't have emotional attachments, but you definitely foster that with a master and apprentice relationship. You know what I mean? Uh, absolutely. And I will, I think always look back on the fact that that book started, that was episode one, right? That, that was, was our the, first was, episode of this podcast. Very first thing. That was, we really could not, I think we've said this before. We could not have asked for a better kickoff. I totally uh, agree. To and and, and to, to this point, it's in my opinion, the best book we've read so far. And I, I wonder how yeah. long that streak's going to happen because, because that was a great book. Uh, do you, you know? Are there Fred. other books uh, by that author in yes. our? Yes, there are. Okay. Well, yes, then... and 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 um, at the end of the podcast, I'm going to spring his present, so we'll we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, okay, are, are we ready to move on from this uh, this issue? I 
fine. You hated it. I got it. Moving on now. It's a 70, John. It's a 70. 70. It's trash. You know? Yeah. All right. So, uh, Mace Windu, Mace Windu, Jedi of the Republic series. This was written by Bad Owens. Uh, it was drawn by Cowan and Salazar. It was five issues and came out in 2017. Uh, I have read this series previous to us doing the podcast, and I really enjoy the series. Um, me and you read uh, issue one this podcast, and we're going to review the last four issues on the next podcast. What did you think of? Um, I'm not. I'm not asking you for a number, but I'm going to ask you for a number, one through hundred. What do you got? <laughs> Mace Windu, uh, so just off the first, off the first issue. First, yeah, series. off the first issue, it's not going to be good. Which is good. good. And you know, oh, you know what's really bothering me more than anything else? I what? can't get past it. The art sucks. I like the art. I mean, the well, art, let me take that back. They're drawn. They're, there's some panels. They're drawn differently are, from one panel to the next. They never you, look the same. But you're going to have to get used to that with the comics. That's you're crap. Have to get, no, you can't. If everybody draws the same, then there's no art to it. Um, uh, what, what is it? Not, is it no, for? no, no. I'm not criticizing. Like, well, that doesn't look like Samuel L. Jackson. That is not my criticism. Just, it should be a character. He's not a shapeshifter. He, he's on one uh, set of panels. One, two, three, four, five, six. He appears seven times. He has seven, seven different looks. Oh, you're saying there's not a consistency. It's totally, horribly inconsistent. Um, That's what's bothering me. I didn't. I didn't catch on to that. I could be oh, convinced God. of that, though. Uh, there are the there's scene... there is one panel on I think it's page six or seven that Yoda is in the middle of it. Yeah, he looks like crap. Yeah, that's a, that that Yoda. I don't like the way Yoda's the the artistic uh, impression of Yoda in this comic, but I don't necessarily hate it either. I mean, I'm, I, I and that could just be me reading comics for years to where I'm used to other people drawing characters differently and that's part that, of that, that that looks like yoda as like a an idiot bouncer at a bar <laughs> he does does he not look, look like yoda. he does he looks like he's guarding the door and he's like you're not going in and and right above your girl that, could go in fine. but you can't go that, in that, see the panel above that he looks like yoda there that's fine but that's anyway it's my point is it's, it's just a complete lack of consistency uh that just it, i can't oh and what's her face the pink girl what, what's her name again pink girl you're talking about Risa Mono? Uh, the, what are the, the Jedi that goes down to the planet with him? Risa Mono. Did you just say that? Risa Mono. Yeah, Risa Mono. That's what I just said. Okay. Yes. Uh, she has the same um, change-itis syndrome. She looks different from one panel to the next. Um, I mean, yeah. terribly. Just not even close. Yeah, I, I'd, yeah, I'd say that there's part of that there. I agree with that. So your, pro- your problem with this is the art, though. The reason that you kind of groan whenever I ask you about your score was the art. Yes. As I said, that that's what I'm having trouble getting past. It's not really it's just, that it's bad, though. Is it? Is it really that bad to you? Yeah, it, it is. I'm not kidding. It is I'm really trying to think of all the comic series that we've read thus far. We had Anakin and Obi-Wan, which was very X-Men-ish uh, drawing. Uh, we've had all the, the Age of Republic series, which have had different artists, but they've all had a pretty consistent look to them. Yeah, they have. This one, I'm telling you, it, it jumps out at me. It bothers me. Okay, that's, that's interesting. It, it did not even Register catch my radar. radar. Yeah, not at all. Some of us have higher standards. Yeah, or some of us have read a lot of comic books and just kind of accept the fact that it's going to change from from panel comic to panel, to comic from series. panel to panel. People. Yeah, yeah, that's a little. That's a little. Um, look, look at yeah. um, what page am I on? Can, can I want you to go to? I want 18. you to go to eighteen. Let's see here. Yeah, eighteen. Um, I can't remember her name again. Something mono. 
Oh, Risa Mata. Risa, thank you. <clears throat> she's there. Three panels, one, two, three, three different looks. She looks uh, one way on the left. Yeah. I don't know what that is on the right, that she looks like the Joker. <laughs> uh, my One of my favorite panels is, you know that I'm a huge Kit Fisto fan, right? We've talked about Kit Fisto. Uh, yes. Do you mind I don't know why it? that name cracks me up. It does. Yeah, it, but that's the best part about it. Uh, can you go to page 11 for me? It shows Kit Fisto in the top left corner of the of the yes. page. Okay. Yes. Uh, I love the fact that Mace Windu's second text bubble covers up the crotch of Kit Fisto swimming. <laughs> I don't know why that. I don't know why I saw that, but I was just like, "That's pretty good." Like that's that's a good way to like not show it, but yet Mace is still talking about how ba he is. You know? Yeah. No, that's that's a good catch. I did not. I noticed what was going on in the background, but I didn't think about the fact that the bubble the bubble covers. I will say also the bottom right panel of Risa Maso is a little weird looking. Like the cheekbone yeah, structure. Yet yeah, again. It, yeah, again, weird. it does look it lo- does look a little odd. I'm not gonna argue with you there. That okay. face, that bone structure does not remotely match the one I just pointed out on page eighteen. Yeah. I where agree she with looks that. much more girlish. Like like I don't know, round facey. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Agre- agree. I and maybe maybe you're right. Maybe that you should expect a little bit more consistency within consistency. the same comic book. Consistent. I don't know who this person is. I don't know what Risa Mono is supposed to look like. That's not my criticism. It's just make her look, make her a character, make her okay. a consistent character. That said, okay, let's put all of that aside because that's probably to some people nitpicking on steroids. Of course it is, but that's the so, podcast. The, <laughs> that's what we do here. So the story. We're only in episode one, uh, issue one. Yeah, it's a good story. I like. It is going. a good story. I like the. Uh, I like the A Team aspect of it. Sure. Hadn't thought it. Assembling all these different Jedi. You have Mace, Kit Fisto, Prasa Dibs, Risa Mano. All of them are going on this mission together, which, again, is putting a lot of eggs in one basket again, you know, during the Clone Wars at this. So the first panel, of course, was the the end of Genosis. So we're past Genosis. We're now in the Clone Wars. Yoda, again, knows that he's going to have to put people where he needs to put them uh, as generals uh, to lead these clone armies. And putting four Jedi on a random planet was kind of weird to me. Not weird to me, but just kind of like a... Like, what do you really think is going on here? Like, like you don't really explain it that well, that you want to send these people down there. You you gave them a mission, yeah. but why are you sending four really good Jedi down there? You know what I mean? That is the, that, odd that, that we've seen that happen so many times. That's that's what the Jedi do. In fact, I think he says it at some point. This is what we do. We're Jedi. We've, we've trained our whole lives to do this. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I guess it's just putting, putting a lot. It, it just feels like the, the, the introduction of the story didn't feel like it needed four Jedi. But Mace is just like, yeah, I'm taking Kid Fisto with me. And then it's like the next panel, you're like, I'm taking Prasa Dibs with me. I'm taking Risa Mano with me. That that down. one page with, with the, the crew assembly yeah. um is is good. I like that one page. I like I see, I like the the where they assemble the crew. I kinda like that part of movies and stuff. Oh no, I I completely agree. Like I like I enjoy the like I said, I enjoy the A team aspect of this comic. And yes. and, it, and it gets better as it goes along. Um What do you think of so you you've only read the first issue. Uh you, I'm you, stuck on this A-team thing. I want to know who's... Is Kim Fisto the B.A. Baracus? You got him a badass. I mean, Mace is going to be the badass. He's going to be the Baracus for sure. Well, then what's, what's Squid Boy? What is he? Is he the crazy Kim one? Kim Fisto is... Mm, he could be wild card. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, he's not, not naked in water. I'm not going to assign them architects. Architects. Damn it. Hold on. Archetypes. Yeah, sorry. Hold on. Yeah, who's face? I guess she's face. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I can't yeah. think of the name of the crazy one. What's she's the, the mechanic. She's the mecha- what, what's the yeah? What's the what's the mechanic guy from the A team? That's what I'm trying to figure out. 
Yeah, what's it? Oh, man. It's he on was the my tip favorite. Of my tongue. He was. He was. He was I can. Oh, man. Murdoch. That's Howling it. Mad Murdoch. It's Murdoch. And the cool thing about uh, podcasting is that we did not edit out any time for us looking that up. Nope. Just came to me in a dream. Like, it came to you in a dream on a flaming pie. His name's Murdoch. <laughs> flaming um, pie. Yeah, this is the then there's this other guy, right? The blind, the blind jackass. The guy's a jerk. Cross dibs. Yeah, yeah. I think he is <laughs> yeah. a little bit. I think he is a little bit. He, I mean, he can't see anybody, but yeah, he yeah he does. He seems like a little bit of a jerk. You're saying he's blind to how bad of a friend he's made. Okay, moving on. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a good it's a good issue of getting everybody together. Um. Okay, so so the big finale page, uh, and of course this is uh, definitely a comic to hook you into this series to get you to buy all five issues. Um, okay, yeah, very... I, I don't know if you do you really want to jump to the end like that. Hold on, hold your horses here, Dad. Okay, okay, what you got? What I you got, got, I you got, got issues. About? I got things to discuss here. Now, right, first of all, when they land on the planet, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, as they're landing on the planet, does the droid really say it's beautiful here? Too bad. I, that is the droid talking, right? Too bad I have yep, no one to is. share it with. The droid is saying this. Yeah, there's a little bit of humor injected into the. That's not humor. That's stupid. Well, wait, 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 wait. We got. We just got over Attack of the Clones, where what is it? C-3PO head gets lobbed off, and he's like, oh, "I'm beside myself." You know, is like C-3PO. Is that what we're saying? This is C-3PO. Uh, I'm just saying it's a, it's a, it's in a battle it's a ta- droid. It's a tagging. It's, it's, it's a, it's the, it's the pair of crazies that you're supposed to be like, ha ha ha. That was pretty good. That's just um, distracting and dumb. I'm sorry. It's beautiful here to have. N- too it's bad I have no one. Too bad yeah. I have no one to, <laughs> and to share with. it with. And then they land. I mean, it's, it's like it, oh, it guess doesn't what? make any sense. In uh, I mean, if anything, you're trying to make me think. Oh, poor little battle droid. Don't kill him. Well, so so I think he's 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 giving us a little bit of um, a little bit of description of the area because we see in those panels, you know, this weird looking light, glowy things. Um, you could have any one of the characters say that. No, you you you. They're about to get off the ship. They're not off the ship yet. It's got to be something from this planet. You got to you got to establish that there are droids right where they're landing. The and droid not, can why, be standing there as a droid would, saying nothing. And why not? Why not throw a little humor into it? That's not humorous, is my point. Oh, I laughed. I laughed for like you laughed out loud at that for like an hour. Player. For like an hour. I was like, Your man, who would, he, like who, who would he share it with? Number one, and number two, it's just kind of like you know he he's got emotions. Um, yep, nope, not buying it. So anyway, then they land on the planet, and uh, she immediately puts on, basically, a red shirt. Yeah, I agree with that. That's just awful. You're, talk- you're talking about... I can't about- believe I'm on a mission with Master Windu himself. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna die, lady. I'm not, I'm not talking about this episode. I'm not talking about this, this comic arc at all yet, but uh, yeah, this is gonna be good. I'm eager to see your last four issues. <laughs> I'm eager to see your issues with the last four issues, right? Uh, yes. So okay, so so wait, wait one more thing. So okay, um, yeah. these are droids, right? They're 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 mechanical devices. Yep. Okay. So as soon as something happens, why wouldn't they like electronically notify HQ? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's 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 a that's a that's a comic uh, conceit. Yeah, conceit. Like, it's definitely crap. a conceit. But I guess um, if they're you know busy pining for the fjords i guess they're too busy to pick up a radio yeah i mean you know what they even talk about they're like oh um i hate patrol duty it's so boring nothing ever happens like right before they get chopped up yes so yeah there's uh and one of them's got the radio they, they all have a little radio thing on the back of their thing so you're right they could totally call it in but they kind of do 
They kind of no, do. No, he like he like flies physically. He flies to the place to report physically. Yeah, but because you know transmissions don't exist here. He's got okay. an antenna on his back. I can see it. So wait. So let's, let's can we can we talk about the ending yet? Sure. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Back. So so you get at the very end the last splash page is you get um, WD forty who is this like crazy. He's he even sounds emotional. It's all right. So it's actually ADW four. I, I was going to say it's not really WD forty. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm, I'm going with it, but um. <laughs> no. Um, so I called him WD forty throughout the whole comic. Sure. Uh, so he's this like assassin droid that uh, that has in some ways some humor. Like I don't want to get too much into it because you know we're going to get into the second second episode or second issue in the next episode. But if you want to start talking about human characteristics on droids now, just buckle up, John. Buckle up, because well, uh, ADW AD, four is going to be like it's a weird, yeah. It's 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 giving me that look. I mean, the whole panel there, that last panel where he's got the glowing eyes and the glowing chest eyes. Um, yeah, very menacing looking. He's crushing the thing. Uh, I'm not. You're making me like this comic less and less. The way oh, I they watch, do, I don't, I don't want you to because it, it's good. And, and well, you'll see why. Think later. about the the droid. Um, IG eighty eight or whatever yep. his name was yep. in Mandalorian, right? Yep. And that that was that made perfect sense how they did that. Yeah, I agree. He was a joy. Yeah, yeah. Like his only mission is so so you're gonna see a little bit more emotion out of this droid. Like IG eighty eight was more like mm, I don't know how to describe it. Um, programmatic, logical. Yeah. Driven. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to say logical, but yeah, programmatic's a way better word to say it. Uh, ADW4 is like a it's like an assassin like I don't know how to describe like I'm trying to think of something that we've seen up until now that would be on parody with him because he, he is fully mechanical correct he is not cyborg that I so I've I've not read this comic in since it came out in 2017 to the best of my memory no there's no human component to him he is he's an actual the, he is an actual yeah. full robot he's got the robot name so Got to be a robot. Well, I mean, he could have a you know ADW three mom. It was just like we'll call him Junior ADW four. Yeah, that but heart but of gold. A heart of gold you will have. You will be a mercenary droid for hire that crushes robot souls. Um. Yeah, it, it's a good it's a good setup for the baddie, and and I like the fact that the last thing he says or the last thing that you see on that page is credits. Okay. He's wrong, but all right. He's a mercenary droid for hire. No, I get, I get his point. I'm, I'm not. He is the the embodiment of capitalism. Oh my god, he is ready to work. Anything for money. Anything for money. Mm-hmm. Anything right. for money. He would sell ADW three, his own mother droid, for a buck. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. See, you're asking me to make some comments here based on one panel of a comic. I'm <laughs> I know. So. You gotta wait. Yeah, you gotta wait. You gotta wait for the next four. Um, so, so he we, they, they end up landing on this planet. They get the there is a radio communication that gets back for all the for all the other droids that are getting beat up and destroyed. Um, yeah, I don't know. I the one thing that I don't know if I liked about this comic was that it it makes it seem like all the other robotic droids are of the same level of, um. Killability uh, is that is that the best way to describe it or say that word even? Mm, um, I know just, what you're saying. It just seems like they just chopped through all of them. Like there's no there's nothing that presents. I mean they're Jedi. I get it. There's nothing that presents them 
any type of hindrance to get to wherever they're trying to get to. But you look at some of the droids, and some of these droids, like in other, like Attack of the Clones and um, other comics and other movies, have given them a given Jedi a lot of trouble. You know what I mean? And they're all just kind of like wink, 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 wink. You know, it's not well, like a even even process. Dibs is like hopping through stuff and chopping things in half. The the basic battle droids they they cut through them like like I don't know what the word is uh, butter cockroaches or something. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, they, they bounce they're, they're bouncing lasers the whole time. Right, right. But even the bigger droids, like you get the super battle attack droids, you get the man, and this is where I what need to the, learn what? the the tripod guys. I forget the names of them. I, I need to. Uh, them it says the name, and it's it's a weird word, octopur yeah. or something. Do they say it? Yeah. All right, no. I'll, I'll find it. Hold on. Okay. Oh, octopur. Yeah, you're right. They do. Yeah. Patrol squadron, a few battle droids, and an octopura. Octo- I did. Sorry, I'm yeah. trying to read off my screen. It's really hard. Octopatara? Maybe it's Octopatara. It, it, it's not the word I, I thought it was when I first saw it, and I had to stop and actually read it letter by letter. Yeah. Which always annoys me. Yeah. I agree with that. But we've seen this droid other places, so it's not like a new droid. Oh, yeah. It, it, yeah, so so it's 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 the Octopatara. The Octoratarata? What are we going to come up Octo- with a joke name for this thing? I'm going to zoom in on this. Octoptara. Octoptara. That is a stupid word. Octo, I'm writing this down. Octoptara. Tara. Octoptara. Yeah, I can't think of anything. I don't know what that's supposed to. Is that a? Yeah, I don't know. And um, I'm going to see if I can find the lineage to this word. Is it was it made up for this issue? And we've I thought only it was seen the droid these from. Uh, a, we saw it's, it on it's an attack explodes. Yeah, you know, it's on Geonosis. Yeah, it is yeah. an attack droid that I know of. I just don't know if this is the first reference that I've ever seen of it being named. I've never seen that name before. I've never seen that word before. I don't like yeah. that word. Make it go away. <laughs> I would have definitely uh, remembered it, I would think, just because um, it's such a kind of lame word, really. I don't know. It, it's um, And also, too, it doesn't have eight legs, right? Like, I'm looking uh, at it right now. It's got if four. It, <laughs> if it has eight legs, it's hiding a bunch of them. Yeah, it's hiding a bunch. So it's it's really like a quad tatar para parana. A crocrop dujibara. Yeah, it, it should be quad. I'm, I'm offended that they would add two times as many legs. In the naming of it. Maybe it started out with eight and it just shed them over its life or something. You know, like a cricket or something. But uh, <laughs> it's very It's down to just weird. one in old age trying to <laughs> crawl across the He's just jumping up and down, same spot. Can't move around. Oh, like a pogo stick. Oh, I like yeah. that much better. Yeah. Like yeah. Unutatara. When they, they end up being Unutataras whenever they get down. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I have a lot, I have a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, things to discuss on the next four issues of this comic. Um this comic, so if I'm just grading comic one, 85 for me? Yeah, I, think uh, it's I think it's an 85. I, just just I, this I, first I, issue. Just this first okay, issue. Sure, sure. I, I, I think I had a number something like that until we started discussing it, and now my number... You know what? It's a seventy. Let's just say it's a seventy now. <laughs> Golly, is it? Uh, wait, is this is this more of like a retribution against me, or is this an actual judgment of the comic? Uh, let's go with yes. Okay, <laughs> that's what I figured. Because <laughs> uh, it's just like if you would have said seventy one, I would have been like, "Wow, John's writing this really low." The 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 but, art, so, but is using crappy. my own score against me is is that's yeah, I get it. A lot of the elements of the story are are honestly crap. Well, wait. Okay, it's a setup. It's a setup comic for the rest of the four in the series. Again, he's got an antenna on his back, and he physically flies all the way back to headquarters to t- to tell the guy, you know, we're we're getting slaughtered out there. Maybe there's something to do with this planet. We don't know. Uh huh. We simply don't know. Wait, did they say something about jam? They did say something about jammers, didn't they? 
They did. did they but I, I don't remember whether it was a... Hold on, look. Hold on. That's when they were coming in on the planet. And she said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to like do you a favor because I like you. I'm going to jam stuff. She does jam it. You're right. Look at I'll this. I'll be buggered. You, okay. You have, been, you have been railing against Risa Mono this entire podcast. Saying the rudest things about her and about her looks. And then she now you're going to be like, oh, wait a minute. The thing I was wrong about was I was actually, or the thing I was thinking that I was correct about, I was actually wrong because Risa Mono killed the signal. She killed the signal. So red shirt her up. All you want to do, John, it's fine. But just <laughs> letting you know that your whole problem with this comic, the fact that the droids couldn't communicate was because she had done something earlier that we forgot about. Both of us totally forgot about it. That's all right. You're probably staring at Kit Fisto's uh, underwater manhead surrounded by bubbles. <laughs> and, and you just forgot. You know, it's Kit Fisto. <laughs> I understand. Um, so you're really giving it a 70? Is it I am low? in the is 70 the first, somewhere. Is the first issue that low? Yeah. It's wait, 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 wait. Now, now, now we're in the 70s somewhere. That, there's yeah, a big tranche. Come on. Where are you Not as, I, I enjoyed Anakin so much more than this one. Maybe that will change by the time we see the rest of them. But that surprises me. That surprises me. Well, of course it would, because you thought Anakin sucked. Well, I'm just—I'm not. Yeah. That was a, yeah. It's a nice little tight, tight little story. Nice little it is, up, and this is, and this has got, and this has got five issues. So you got to have a setup, and you have got to have a finale. In my opinion, you have to have a setup issue, a finale issue, and then three—you know—just really good story issues. So. Okay, so my, so my last question about this comic book, and I mean this because I do it all the time, and I've been really trying to make sure that I understand when I do it and why I do it. Did you read Mace Windu's captions in Samuel Jackson's voice? Honestly, at the very first reading, did you read it in his voice? No. You no, didn't? Did not. Okay, nope. interesting. Okay. Oh, I did not. No. I, I, um, I, I do. I, I literally read it in his voice. I don't and think, and I also there's a little bit of that. there's a little bit of James Earl Jones too when we get to the Vader comics like I would read it in his voice like I would, I would hear the sounds of of his voice whenever I read stuff and I think that that's that's a really good actor that's either an actor that I've attached myself to subconsciously or something but um, I always find myself doing it and I definitely did it with this comic read through and I bet that I probably did it in 2017 too I just didn't realize it at the time no I would have to work to make his voice Jackson's voice. Like you wouldn't just um, read it sub- subconsciously. I'm just reading it. it. It doesn't really have much of a defined voice in my head. Yeah, it, it, but what's I think what's interesting to me is maybe Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, I would do that with, but I can't think of anybody yes. else that I would do. Yeah, Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can see myself, and I haven't noticed myself doing it, but I could, I could definitely see that happen. But other than that, Anakin wouldn't, Padme wouldn't, uh, none of the characters up until now would I read. Uh, you know, except for Ray Lauber else. But other than that, there's nobody else. And actually, you know, we've never actually... Uh, I'm, I'm only saying Real Averis' voice from the audiobooks for Master and Apprentice. The wrong voice, yes. We know. And uh, and so that's that's the one that I do read his... Whenever he does... I, I, I give him more of just a, a southern drawl than anything. I don't know if it's a, based on a specific character or not. Qui-Gon, maybe? You know, maybe a little bit of uh, Liam Neeson mm, in there? But... Yeah, yeah. That's very distinctive. Uh, Obi-Wan's very distinctive. Yeah, Obi Wan for sure. That's that. That's definitely one that I, I'm, I'm going to try to catch myself the next time uh, we read a comic, which I didn't really care in Master or uh, Anakin Skywalker. So yeah, that's what happens. 
So thanks for joining us on episode 14 of the Ultimate Persons podcast. We're going to be finishing up the Mace Windu series, uh, the last four books of the Mace Windu series, and then we are off to the races on the Clone Wars. Like, we start Clone Wars in earnest. I think we have four episodes and then the movie. We'll probably go about two or three a week. I think that's probably a pretty good uh, amount that we can uh, talk about, I think, on the podcast. Until then, stay safe, and thanks for listening. This is the 11 Parsecs Podcast, episode 14. If you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a good review. And be sure to check us out at 11parsecs.com and Discord. I'm Jonathan Smith with the consistently shaped Eric Thompson. Thank you for joining us.